Let's do this. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Rundown, your bi-weekly show where myself, Mill Street, and Asi review the latest news in drone base and the latest releases live on Twitch, uh, 6 p.m. UK time, and then the following day on all podcasting platforms. Asi, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you very. Thank you for asking. <laughs> You can do your, the, the yo, yo, yo now if you want to. Yo, 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 it's your boy Wilson in the house. Hello, hello. <laughs> don't, don't say your boy. <laughs> yeah, nothing nothing the, wrong with that. It's, you don't have the It's going to be my thing from now on. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, how are you doing, man? What's new in your... Any gigs you had over the weekend? Anything special? Um, no. Actually, yes, I didn't go to a gig and I found out that a person, a um, particular, I follow esports, mm-hmm. um, particularly Counter-Strike. And there was one of the, basically the most famous Finnish Counter-Strike player was there at that gig that I didn't go mm-hmm. to. It was the one drum and bass gig that I decided not to go to this week because I was dead tired and... Um, my DJ partner, who was supposed to drive me there, said that he, he's too tired to go. So I was like, oh, I'm not taking the train and a bus to getting, get there. Getting old. And so this guy was there that I've been following for the past three years. And and I missed it. And I'm gutted about it. How did you know it's, he was there? Um, I saw a few pictures and one of, one of a few guys that I know from the Finnish scene, scene um, posted a picture on Instagram and... Yeah. Oh well, next time who, then. Who who was playing at that gig? Um there was um it was a um smaller Finnish event event that you had we had um Oskel and Eleri mm, yeah. who are on Solvent and yeah. then a couple of other Finnish guys. That's sick. I'd love to see those two guys playing. Oh they they're good. S- yeah, they have some really good music. Check out episode Finland. 20 of the podcast, maybe 21. I had them on the show. Uh, you did? Yeah, yeah, I had them on the show. Why, why, how have I missed this? I, oh, I, I, yeah, because you mm. don't listen to the show. I know. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't listen to any podcasts. So <laughs> I don't well, even you, listen to our episodes. Yeah, well, you can I check can't. out that one. Mm. I've done a few of yours. And th- didn't you have your, your birthday was last week, right? Yes, it was. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. Happy birthday, man. <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> we didn't speak since. <laughs> happy birthday. Thank you very much. Thank Everybody you. wish Asi a happy birthday in the chat. Uh, so you didn't do anything? Nothing at all? No. Um, I um, <laughs> I spent time with my girlfriend. I think we did the next three days worth of food and played some cards and then we went to bed. Ah, that is so exciting. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm just messing. I, I don't want to do anything either for my birthday nowadays. What, what age are you? Do you want to say or not? 18. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm 28. Tu- I'm, still, 28. I'm still kicking. And, That's fine. Um, yes. I'm, I'm turning 30 next year in, uh, yeah, roughly six months time. That's a shame. <laughs> the big three. Uh, it all comes to get, to get us, so 
What are you gonna do? Uh, what yeah, are cool. you gonna do? So nothing else. You told me you, you bought tickets as well for who Camo and Crooks and oh yes, um, they're playing in Tallinn. Hospitality, hospitality in Tallinn in November. Camo and Crooked, um, Fred V and Culture Shock. Fucking so that's nice. gonna be that's gonna be good. Oh, that is so good. I've, man. I've been wanting to see Culture Shock forever. He's yeah. never been to Finland, and I think he's been to Tallinn maybe once, and I didn't. I missed that one, so I haven't seen him yet. The, so the, the, does a uh, Tallinn is Estonia, right? Yes. The, the, do you have a border with Estonia, or am I completely? No, that's um. It's just um. You go by bo uh, boat. Ah, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, that's nice, man. Culture shock. I'd love to see him. That's gonna be one. He's, night. he's my favorite dance floor artist. Easy. Oh really? Like Dude. like out of out of the big four or five or how many there is, the, he's my favorite one. Easy. Dude, I love him, but he's not in my top three. I'd yeah. say off the top of my head, big dance floor, more mainstreamy. I'd say metric, metric Muzz Dimension would be like the first three that come to mind. Mm. Yeah, mine's culture shock just because, um, well, mainly because this is a, his older tunes are kind of in the time period where I started getting into drum and bass, mm. and I love those tunes. You got like troglodytes yeah. and uh, whatnot, so yeah, yeah, those, yeah. Um, those kind of kick it for me really well. Yeah, Jim Jim says in the the chat cartoon, I used to love those guys as well. I don't think they're doing anything anymore. They are but Estonian. Oh, really? Yes. I, yeah, I, I had a feeling they were from Eastern Europe. Okay. Uh, yeah, There's I don't a couple even know of Estonians. if they're actually still touring or anything. Uh, I think they, they released a tune a couple a month or two ago. It hasn't been. Yeah, no, it hasn't even been that long ago. I'm pretty sure they released a tune like two weeks ago. I could be completely wrong here, but <laughs> yeah, just but they my they gut really says they completely moved away from a uh, from drone bass at one stage. They were really doing like mainstream huge like edm stuff um mm. yeah yeah good times good times cool so let's move into the news so yeah maybe a disclaimer for yeah people in the chat and people listening in um on spotify and all that so the format we initially thought uh thought about for for this show would be first we talk about the news and drum and bass And then we talk about releases that we've enjoyed and upcoming releases. Um, the thing we've noticed last episode, there wasn't a lot of news <laughs> in drone bass. And so we were kind of digging for stuff to talk about. It's uh, the same this week. There's not that much news. Uh, so we're going to move quite quickly into releases. But so, yeah, we'd love to get a bit of your opinion uh, in the chat now or just drop us a message on socials. Uh, If like the news part is something you enjoy, because we've got some feedback that actually people enjoy the release part more. Um, and so maybe we should just be focusing on releases and just review the releases that we've enjoyed and just skip news entirely. Um, so yeah, just a disclaimer, not a lot of news this week. And let us know what you guys prefer to hear about and the format you'd like to, to hear, because yeah, this is a a moving and evolving uh evolving format so uh uh 
Sorry, I'm reading. I, I should stop reading the chat because people listening on Spotify will be like, what is this about? But Michael is saying I can start some juicy gossip, which you can cover for the news. <laughs> yeah. Cafe, I, I, I think I pitched this idea to you originally. We should just start a drum, drum and bass drama podcast. <laughs> and, we could, and we could actually use the yo, 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 it's your boy. And we just correct context. We just make shit up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I'm up for it. I'm always in for a good gossip. So uh, <laughs> whatever people want to hear, we're just here to give it to the people. So, uh, but so yeah, with that said, uh, we do have one or two pieces of news uh, for you guys this week. Um, I'll see. I'll let you jump into the first one uh, cool. about vision um, recordings. Yeah, Vision recorded release released a little video game. It's um it's not a triple A it's not a triple A title. It's uh it's a small Chrome or um web browser based game and um it's mainly for for EP that they put out a couple of months ago for for Koan Sound called Kronos EP. And um it's a little game that they did around it. It's a couple of levels that evolve around the tracks and um, kind of represent on what they bring forth the tracks in in a different medium. Mm. Uh, it has a little cool, um, simple yet cool art style, uh, which uh, fits the music very well. And the, well, the EP itself is a very heavy, kind of spacey, glitchy halftime or whatever you kind of want to call it. Really cool and sound kind of well mm. sound and um the game fits really well it's the kind of this exploring explore exploring um puzzle based game and you can play through it over at chronos.coensound wait a second one second yes chronos.coensound.com yeah if you're uh, interested in this um the devel- developer is um a russian guy called max According to um, Vision Instagram, his his Instagram um, tag is um, MX2 Sheer. The art style is done by a guy called Funny Lab, which um, that's funny with um, with an I, funny, Funny Lab, and um, he's done a couple of art art pieces for um, Emperor at least for his latest releases. And the audio is obviously by Cohen Sound. Mm-hmm. Go check it out if you are interested in that kind of stuff. It's a nice little, well, it's something new. Did Did you try the game as such? Yes, I did. So it was so It was fun. What, yeah, I liked it, it. What's it like? What does it look like? What do you have to? Well, do? it's this very um, kind of indie dark atmosphere, but mm. with a kind of a little hopeful twist to it. And then you go around with this little, this little basic shaped guy and walk around a little this world explore a bit find the find all the little pieces of the puzzles and i don't want i won't i won't spoil too much of it yeah ah cool yeah yeah. i love uh yeah the the bridge between music and video games is when i explored a few times on the on the podcast and many people i've spoken to have mentioned how video games influenced uh their music tastes or their production mm-hmm. even last episode we talked about it uh finna drift has had his ep uh i think it was racing nostalgia or something 
Yeah. Uh, which was all like inspired by old racing video games. And I remember talking to Silly, episode eight, I think. And he said he was like heavily influenced by, by video games, the old like FIFA Street and uh, SSX and those kind of games. And, uh, and Muzz, actually, for people who've listened to the Muzz episode, the end of that episode is him talking about a game. I think it was called um, Journey. I'm not sure if if Jim is still in the chat, he can remind me of the game. Uh, it's the one where you have just this guy walking and there's like almost no controls or nothing on screen and it's super minimalistic. Yeah, Journey, that's the one. Um, and Muzz was explaining how that video game like inspired uh, like a, an entire track. It was, um, I forget which track now. Uh but yeah, basically, like the influence of video games on on music is kind of everywhere. So it's it's cool to see Vision Recordings do like a a mashup between the two. Um, so was the EP written for the video game? Do you know? Did they mention or? I guess it was made for like for Koan Sound. Yeah, like the the music. Oh no, no, the the EP was released a good month, good couple of months ago, and this is just kind of a kind of a add on to it. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'll definitely check it out. And Cohen Sound is always top quality music anyway, so even just for that, I'll check it out. Um, cool, yeah. Anything else you wanted to mention on, on that game? Um, not really, no. Uh, another thing that came up, just that that we just found out, that Golf Fat um, announced that they're starting a monthly club night mm. with a bunch of other labels. Got Rebel Music, MC Recordings, Trust, and um, a couple of others. I'm looking at the, I am looking at the poster here, and I do not know which these labels are. They're just logos, so I'm not sure. <laughs> you don't know <laughs> your this, logos, this man. Came in, this came Come in on. from Alpha Rhythm in the chat, <laughs> in the Twitch chat. So um, yeah. thank you, Alpha Rhythm, for that. We might talk about this later, more in um, yeah. upcoming episode. Yeah, big shout out to to Goldfat and all the people releasing on Goldfat and uh, and Johnny, who was Johnny Mightcase, who was on the podcast a few episodes back. I I always mentioned this, but I love the fact that Goldfat they have a re- very restricted release schedule. There's one release per month. Usually, it's a single, two tracks, and it's always super solid. Um, just one really yeah yeah sometimes they have like they had their nuggets compilation so it might be like four tracks but usually yeah they had a couple of compilations but yeah yeah yeah. usually it's one release a month one artist usually two tracks and that's it but you know the quality is going to be there and yeah something i come back to all the time but it's like not releasing too much and building anticipation for the next release um and i think goldfat does that really well so Big yeah, it's interesting that you can, well, people are still, there's a lot of talk going around how much there is too much drum and bass, et cetera, et cetera. And it's, and that you have to release all the time to get noticed and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Just create, basically the idea is that you need to create content. Yeah, you need yeah. to always be creating content, etc. But it's nice to see some, someone, or in this case, a label, that pro- that does not follow that standard and still get very well recognized. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Obviously, you have the quali- You need to have the quality to, to back it up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it is. It is 
easily yeah. quality over quantity here yeah, but yeah. it's nice to see it working in action yeah no absolutely okay brilliant and uh <laughs> other last piece uh, of news which we're actually going to touch on during uh the re- our reviews uh of releases because it ties into an actual release but uh uh Simula uh put out a, a track uh called Angels um and it was kind of special because uh I think he is donating 10% uh of everything off that single to uh Mind which is a a charity for mental health and I think it's especially focused towards uh young people so mental health for young people but I might be wrong on that one but it's definitely a mental health uh charity and he did an amazing interview on on UKF uh talking about that uh that charity and why he wrote a track uh where he's donating parts of the track or parts of the royalties to that charity and kind of the context around it and i thought it was a it was a great interview it really like struck a chord with me i don't know if you do you have a ch- time to check it out or Yes, I read. I read yeah. through it, and there was a couple of interesting quotes in there. Or I don't say interesting, but kind of um, that I think important quotes. For example, when he was talking about the struggles of um, coping with well everything, basically, he said that you are not the only you are not the only one. A lot of people share the same experiences. With a sense of togetherness, togetherness, there can be feeling of possibi- positivity. Happiness is the number one priority and should be in everyone's lives. And this was um, this was in context um, with not comparing yourself to others, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. And especially um, mentioned here are social media sites, yeah, which yeah, apparently he has been struggling with for some yeah. time. I know from. Um, I personally, I don't really do that anymore. At some point I did when I was releasing some, uh, as, at the start of when I was releasing different kind of content, whether it be mixes or the stuff I do on Reddit, I used to um, kind of compare yeah. and see on how many likes you got and if it compares well to the other guy who does something similar, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And it was really, it was really taxing. Yeah. on your mental health like you I would lose a whole com- complete lose a complete complete day on just stressing out on if if something yeah. does well and thank god it was only just a day for me for, I know for some people that it's even more and it's constant, um, yeah yeah and but yeah. after after some time kind of don't give a shit anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it might be it might be different when i when i start releasing my own music i must it might like hit again yeah now that i'm making some different kind of content but i'm hoping it doesn't but i know my dj partner for example he had some issues with this and yeah. and um yeah, yeah so yeah. i know i know from first hand that it can be a pain and especially if you can't get rid of it yeah. it's it's terrible think that yeah there's two parts there's obviously comparing with other people which is like the worst thing you can do because everybody's on their own journey and has their own goals and all that there's also comparing to yourself in terms of what you did previously um maybe like a past release 
and then comparing or did it do as well or not and I know I do that for the podcast when an episode goes up and immediately I'm kind of <clears throat> comparing in my head when the stream numbers come in like oh did it do as well as the other one or mm. like the previous one or not so it's always comparing to yourself which isn't good as either because every episode is different every track is different <clears throat> sorry and people will enjoy some more than others and that's just the way it is it's not mm. going to be constantly like better 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 all the time um but yeah when the i speak worst... I... Sorry, yeah go, go ahead, ahead. sorry uh, yeah. <laughs> you go ahead <laughs> i was gonna say one aspect i really enjoyed from the interview was um when he talked more when he talked about just opening up about your issues and your struggles and just not feeling great and all that and he said he he definitely struggled for a long time because he had this perception that as a DJ or as an artist, you have to <clears throat> show your strong face and like creating that, uh, I don't know, mysterious aspect to being an you artist and PR all that. the PR image. To exactly, yeah, there. The, yeah. yeah, the PR image and all that. And if you're suddenly like opening up about, oh yeah, by the way, I feel sad most days or something that it doesn't really fit if you're like dropping heavy bangers or something, you know, and... Yeah, he was just talking about how he kind of realized that it didn't it just doesn't make sense to pretend you're one way if you're if you're not feeling that way and that yeah. actually opening up and, and speaking to people around you about how you feel uh for him has been huge. And so yeah, he's just trying to normalize the fact of yeah, talking about your, your own issues. Uh I know Bunchin had a post on Instagram quite recently where he just opened up a lot about the struggles of being an artist during COVID and the mental struggle it is. So we're seeing more and more of that. And uh, that's, I think, I think it, that's the most important part. Yeah. Like the, I appreciate the 10% that goes to charity. and But uh, in the end, well, we all know how much music sales really make these days. That's not going to be a lot. But the big thing here is actually just opening up about it. That's the important yeah. part. And that's the best thing that, well, any of us could be really doing. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. Just letting people know that this is a issue. Look out for your best friends, etc. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, big up to Simula, big up to Dave Jenkins, who did the interview with him on UKF. Definitely check it out. Um, we'll put a link in the show notes, give it a read. Uh, and obviously listen to the track because it's fucking banging. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's an amazing track, so definitely check it out. Um, and yeah, I think that's pretty much it for like the news side for, for this week. We didn't really pick up on anything else. I'm sure there's plenty that we're missing and people are probably listening to this saying, ah, oh, why aren't you talking about this or whatever? Shoot us a message and, and then we'll talk about <laughs> it because yeah, we're not aware of everything. So, um, unless you have anything else, uh, we can jump into releases. Nope. That's, that's good. Do you want to, uh, do you want to start with your kind of, um, favorite pick maybe yeah so we're introducing a new segment here guys um we're gonna start releases uh or start talking about the releases that we enjoyed with our pick of the week uh which is a very original name i came came up with it five minutes before damn stream. how did you come up with that <laughs> um, tens, tens of hours of brainstorming <laughs> this is the best i came up with <laughs> pick of the week <laughs> Uh, so yeah, pick of the week will be our favorite single or EP or even album if we think there's an album uh, 
that really stands out. Uh, and we're each gonna each gonna do our pick of the week. So um, I'll give you the honors. Actually, you go first with your pick of the week because I know Interesting. five minutes before stream you weren't sure yet. So well, I was it. pretty sure, but then you said I'm not allowed to. I'm not allowed to pick it, so I'm gonna pick something else then. <laughs> no, no, go for it if you want. <laughs> no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna definitely pick this week. I'm gonna pick um, Flow Anastasia and Nymphos River Flows, which was released uh, uh, not last, not this week or last week, but the week before. Yeah. But we didn't have, we didn't get a chance to talk about it. So yes, Flow Anastasia Nympho track called River Flows on Deviant Audio, and I just, I can't get enough of this track got chills and everything from it i love it <laughs> well what it's, do you like um, so much about it i don't know i get that kind of uh because i like i like i like those bangers and i like them bangers but i also like i also like kind of these flowy flowy soulful um liquidy types of tracks well, I like a lot of uh, I, I like a lot of things, but those are one of the two things that I also like, and this this kind of brings them both together. Um, mm. I think Flo Anastasia really brought her best out on this. I think this is her best work yeah. to date, and because um, there's something about it that kind of to me it makes it special. The delivery of the vocals they sound really personal. Yeah, and the kind of the attitude that she brings is very yeah. re refreshing compared to her previous work, and yeah. um, it's really nice little new element to her repertoire. Like actually bring that really attitude yeah. into the track. For, for people who haven't heard it, it's it, I, I guess it's not rapping per se, but it's more like spoken there's, word. There's yeah, I was gonna yeah. Um, there's kind of rapping, then the singing, and then there's this yeah. pseudo spoken word kind of yeah. mix, and I think it works really well. Like yeah. the like the parts on where she sings, where she raps, it's uh, very very nicely flows into yeah. each other, and there's a nice there's a nice story behind it. Yeah, and, um, and yeah, it's not just the vocals; it's just the whole the instrumental, the main synth. It has this kind of weird effect where I um, I start making this bass face, even <laughs> though there's not much bass to speak of there. Yeah. And I would suspect that it's a combination of kind of the sound and the notes and the melody progression that does it. Um, someone with um, someone with a master's degree in music theory can probably explain <laughs> why this happens, but um, it, it's kind of a similar vibe to what I get from. Um, Halogenics out of line track okay, featuring yeah, yeah. Solar, if yeah, you yeah. remember a track. Yeah, yeah, roughly, yeah. Yeah, and I get that same kind of vibe from it. Yeah. And, um, but this, yeah, this is easily my top five of the year so far. Ah, yeah. Yeah, it's no, it's a point more accurate, accurately, but this it's It's definitely five. a great track, and uh, the fact that she incorporated spoken word uh it's something she talked about on the when she came on the show that she did spoken like poetry spoken word poetry when she was younger uh and so it's, i remember that yeah yeah it's kind of her incorporating that now in her track it's uh i wouldn't say it's like a big risk uh but it's definitely like audacious to to do that on a track like uh, i'm sure she must have felt quite stressed at releasing the track as it's very different from a tracks that 
she would usually put out or that you'd usually hear in drum bass so uh yeah no, I maybe love that's it. what it well that's what makes it really good because you you have this kind of expectation of the artist yeah. and then they just completely wreck that expectation by putting something completely new and different yeah. out from them and um that's always that kind of thing that stands out it's not even always in this case i think it is the music is just so good but it's not always just the music the music could be okay but if you wreck an expectation and you make something completely mm. different it might get much more attraction yeah. than than kind of a normal okay mm. track yeah also the, the synth is very similar to um the noisiest skrillex skrillex um remix supersonic oh you thought yeah, uh, it is. It's very similar. Uh, it didn't. The, the the thing I heard in the intro was a uh, was Radiohead like I didn't straight get away. That. The yeah, dude. Honestly, like the intro chords feel super similar to um, <clears throat> the intro to uh, Everything in Its Right Place by Radiohead. Uh, Never heard the tune, so hard yeah, to it's say. A, it's the first track off uh, Kid their album Kid A, uh, I think. And uh, yeah, it felt super similar and like the vibe is kind of eerie and nostalgic at the same time, but mm -hmm. a bit weird and uh, kind of the same Radiohead uh, vibe. Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh, honestly a brilliant track. So uh, yeah, congrats to her uh, for releasing that track. Um, my pick of the week uh well it won't come as a <laughs> we'll talk about that afterwards <laughs> god damn it <laughs> uh it is not the Cowan crooks and matthews track uh that is not one of my favorite tracks of the week um uh, to put it that way um but uh no it's it's easy it's a track i just mentioned from similar uh angels no big surprise first well, off this, this was a good kind of transition we we talked about it, then we didn't talk about it, then yeah. we talked about it again. <laughs> Did I remind people of it? Yeah, so people get hit twice with the info, like, just check it out. <laughs> so obviously the whole context that we spoke about is brilliant, uh, and to me it's a super important topic and subject, so just for that it's like, okay, big up. Um, but the track in itself is just brilliant. Like, I, I just love it. First time hearing it was like, oh, this is a bit weird. And then two, three times, you're like, this is brilliant. I love this. Um, he was actually explaining in the interview that he started off with a somewhat similar foghorn sound. He was going for a big foghorn sound. And he just distorted it completely and got this entirely new sound out of it, which isn't foghorn at all. Uh, and that's kind of the main sound that you hear in the drop and the main melody. Um yeah, I was reading the interview and um, I was wondering, I listened to the track a couple of, well, a good, I listened to a good amount of times and I read the interview. I was like, I was reading and I was wondering, where the hell is that foghorn? Yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you I don't went hear back it to that. And then when, once, once you know, once, once you read it it's, yeah. and then you listen to the track, it's obvious, but you don't hear it at all. Yeah. No, no, you don't hear it because he created something entirely new, but Again, like it's it's something I haven't really heard before that sound and the way it creates a melody and and I love the a, drum break at the end of each section. Uh, that's that's a really good because yeah. it because it's really it's really this old school break. 
Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's like mixed in with this very synth drum heavy modern um, yeah. serum drums. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's the very minimal like drums and serum snare kind of pattern. And then yep. there's a big old amen or something at the end. Yeah, yeah. But it works really well. And uh, so, yeah, for all the reasons we mentioned before, but also just the quality of the track, that's definitely uh, my pick of the week. We're going to have to find another name for this. This is stupid. Yes, we are. Pick of the week. (laughs) 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 But uh, cool, yeah. There's a few. Should we just jump into the the elephant in the room and just jump into it straight away? Yes. Okay. um, Okay, you you tell me why it's a brilliant track. And Um, then... And I'll do my rebuttal afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so um, yes. Come on, crew kid. Matthews. Cientelo. The new dead dead boo, limit, boo. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I just can't help to wave my hands in the air as soon as the vocal comes in. Every time, it's like every time, it's like yeah, here it comes, <laughs> and then you sing along. And I can't wait for November when um, I'm going to be seeing them. It's mm. the sing along is going to kill my throat, and um, I'm just and uh, I'm just every time I try to sing, but. It's pretty hard since I'm not an expert in Spanish. I can I can do the main oh, I can do singing. the kind of the main part, but <laughs> after that, then hey, come on. <laughs> and um, yeah, um, Cientelo, It means um, feel it in Spanish, and I can definitely feel it. Apparently, you can't, but um, yeah, it was uh, it was first aired on um, their live from a glacier. UKF mm. on air set on YouTube a month ago. It was the opener for that set, and it's been on everybody's radar ever since. Well, ever since just a month, but still, it's yeah. it's been a big talking point since then. And um, there's a few house tracks out there with the same vocal on it, and um, but I think the vocals is much more suitable for these tempos, and they make it work really well. Yeah, you got yeah. the classic "Come On Crooked." Matthew's kind of neuro funky vibes mixed with these um, Colombian drums and mm. and whatnot, and it's uh, I love it. It's really good. Yep. We it's, um. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like I I saw this actually. I saw this guy post on. So I'm not the only one. I saw this guy post on like repost the song on on Facebook, and he was like. Is it just me or are people just getting overexcited by this track? And no, because he doesn't get it. And yeah, I checked it I out. I love the vocal. <coughs> I, I think the vocal makes the track. Yeah, as I, an instrumental on its own, I would say, I would say it's slightly kind of forgettable. Yeah, but then you slap the vocal on it, and it's fucking perfect. Everything yeah. just works really well with it. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I think the the vocal just like doesn't work for me. It feels, I don't know, obviously it feels cool and epic and blah, blah, blah. And I get an actual show opener. It's like, yeah, hands in the air. Okay, cool. But I don't know. I just feel like the, it it didn't doesn't fit in mm. the track. And it's kind of, oh, yeah, let's just slap this like vocal, like woman singing super high pitch and loud. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Just really didn't do it for me. <laughs> and it's uh, interesting that you say that because they um they did an interview on UKF just a couple of hours ago, 
Everybody go yeah. read it out. Very interesting interview. And they went pretty deep into the like the whole production and their their um what they've been doing during during the pandemic and etc. And um they talked about how they wanted for each of their new releases, they wanted to do something new that hasn't been done in drum and bass mm. really before. And um this for this one it was kind of the Colombian vibe and the, yeah, and the yeah. live live drums and etc. And um, apparently there's four more singles coming from okay. them. I'm not With sure what With Matthews or? Yes, yes. Okay. As a trio. Oh, wow. I think well, they said okay. that there's four more. There's already five out and there's four more to come at least. Mm. And I can't help to hope that at some point they'll be releasing an album. Because if, if <laughs> these are kind of... Um, every single of their collaborations have been just just top-notch kind of yeah, yeah. completely you something you haven't heard that much in drum and bass yeah, yeah every one of them has this kind of new unique aspect that makes them very very um um very well makes them very easy to remember and yeah. makes them stand out so if they actually managed to pull out an album that was just full of stuff like that then That'd be one of the albums, best yeah. albums, drum and bass albums ever. <laughs> well, unless there's this track on it, which then it won't be. But yeah, whatever. Yeah, now, no, for I'm, your don't I'm, don't you start yet. Don't you start yet. Um, for your entertainment, for your love of the track, I'm gonna read out this. Um, okay, go for it. <laughs> I'm gonna. I have a small dramatic reading of a um, review that we did on on the drum and bass subreddit, and this is part of that review for this specific track I'm just gonna so, mute you for simon enjoy <laughs> right from the get-go the mysterious mayan arrangement of various tribal drums claps maracas and flute melodies transport you into this majestic world that you can just lose yourself in after this brief intro we are introduced to this masterpiece main hook Known as Ahila del Monte. <laughs> Fucking love it. <laughs> Sampled from Martina Camargo's belter of a track, Ahila del Monte from 2017, the emotional charged Spanish vocals inform us about the eagle from the mountain presenting itself like a peacock. A beautiful yet heavy signature common crooked synth in the background lets us know that shit is about to go down. The closer we get to the drop, the more you can hear the Mephius-esque heavy-hitting snares coming in to crash the party, in a good way, of course. This marooned Mayan mountain civilization is about to be smashed to pieces by the meteor that is the sound of this mammoth collaboration. And what a sound it is. As the vocal echoes through the valley of the mountain range, the earthquake caused by the trio's massive bass shakes everything in its way. The bass is only interrupted by the, by the both glitchy and mechanical response in this call and response structure, while the snare continuously hits with a precision that only the Aust Austrian masters know how to achieve. Once the vocal fully comes back into the mix, the snare switches it up into a slightly less heavy-hitting version of itself, 
with a beautiful synth from the build-up returning into the background. With the help of another set of a very hype drum, tribal drums, we enter the third and last part of the first drop, in which the immense bass once again causes some carnage. This is by Len Lennart Hoffman. Are, are and, um, he, you can find him on the drum and bass <laughs> subreddit. <clears throat> he does he does amazing reviews, to be honest. He does he them every a... week, about two or three, yeah, depending yeah. on how much time he has, obviously. Yeah. And judging by this masterpiece, I'm surprised that he actually managed to write another one too this week. <laughs> you should do uh, like bedtime stories <laughs> and uh, just read those reviews as bedtime stories for kids. <laughs> Drum and sure bass bedtime stories. I'm not sure how much they like the snare references, but... We yeah. could try that. We could try that as a new form of content. You never know. Yeah, no, I might give it a few more listens because uh, I know I had a friend or two sending me a text saying, dude, did you did you hear this track? It's amazing. Yes, I did. So uh, <laughs> uh, I'll give it another try. But if it's not for you, it's not for you. There's no point forcing it. So moving on, um, a few from my side that I'll just quickly mention. Um, if you haven't heard uh, yet, uh, Bob released his second single of his upcoming EP on Hospital. Uh, this one is called Riding the Anxiety Waves. And if you if you are like me and you have anxiety or have felt anxiety in the past, uh, this one is really a hard listen. <laughs> like I just didn't manage to listen to it entirely because it was just too much too anxiety inducing so really oh uh, yeah oh uh, dude honestly interesting he, i didn't get that at all he captured that. it like perfectly uh the way what was the, it what was it about so it's basically the way he did the drums and you have that break that comes that kind of rises that mm -hmm. drum breaks that rises and then slowly disappears and then it rises again and then slowly dis that's exactly exactly how anxiety works it's like one moment you feel fine and suddenly kind of starts appearing out of nowhere and you feel anxious and then it kind of disappears as well, which I imagine is what he tried to go for. But that's just me like well, most speculating. Likely, yeah. But for me, it was like it just hit and it just made me feel <laughs> super anxious. I was like, OK, this is a brilliant track. Bob, I love you and I love everything you do, but I just but can't <laughs> listen to this one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the track is good when it's so good that you can't listen to it. <laughs> yeah, that's like another level. <laughs> uh, but, about uh, really big up to him to actually finding a way to translate that into music. I know yeah. a lot of people always say that, oh, my, my track is about this and this, and sometimes it comes forward in the track and sometimes it doesn't, but apparently here it did really well. Yeah. Well, at least for me, I don't know if other people pick up on that, but for me, it was, uh, it was pretty straightforward. Like just the drums creeping up and creeping out, and ah, mm -hmm. I get shivers <laughs> just thinking about it. <laughs> so that's Bob with his second single. I'm not sure if he's releasing any other singles before the EP actually drops. Um, but uh, yeah, and if you haven't checked out the other single, "Together" is amazing. It's a housey. Housey garage tune, which is brilliant. Um, so, I love me some Bob. Yeah, definitely check that one out. Um, the other one I 
well, there's a few others we were going to talk about, but the other one I want to just quickly mention is um, Solson, who's the guy I had uh, on the podcast quite early on. And he released uh, uh, his Bad Hand EP on Vandal Records. Um, and this is like one guy who just has a unique sound. I've never heard anybody with his really type of sound. And he's really, really consistent with his sound. Um, it's basically tribal drum and bass. I think that's how he calls it. Um, and so it's very tribal drums and tribal chants inspired. Mm-hmm. Very dark, very minimal. Um, and it's just done really well. So obviously there's not a huge variety in, in the four tracks of DEP. They're all in that same similar vibe. But yeah, he just has a, a unique sound that's really his. And um, and this release is really strong. If you want to check out one track, uh, Devil Marks was the, the one I really enjoyed of the EP. So uh, yeah, big up John Solson uh, for that release. Anything? How, how about the Black Barrel album? Did uh, you, how did you like that? Brilliant. Brilliant. Honestly. <laughs> For, how did for, you how did you like it compared to his other work? Uh, so I wasn't too familiar with his previous work, um, and so I give I give it a bit of a listen, but I mostly listen to to this album. Um, I, I actually enjoyed this album more, like just because I'm more of a liquid guy, and this album focuses mm, well, more on liquid. Um, I thought it was done really well, and a lot of really cool ideas. Uh, in terms yep. of how he sampled vocals and sampled different stuff that I haven't really heard elsewhere, uh, really well put together. Um, so that's just keep my life is the name of the album uh, out on Dispatch. He's uh, exclusively signed on Dispatch. Uh, I thought it was brilliant. What do you? What think? was your favorite? Do you have any favorite tracks off there? Uh, I really loved uh, the title track and. It was the, a long title track, seven minutes. I was yeah. very interested because I, I was doing something while listening to it. And then I was looking back, wait a second, this this is still going. <laughs> it's still <And> going. <laughs> in, in general, these tracks are really, well, I can't say really long, but they are long compared to what drum and bass tracks usually these days are. We got seven minutes, six, 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 five and a half. Yeah. Another, yeah. another six. And he, he just I did what he wanted. Because yeah. a lot of them... Yeah, and a lot of them really work. It's, they got good ideas. They have good elements that you can easily listen yeah. to for six minutes. Yeah, no, really strong one. There's there's some collabs, but not like a huge amount, uh, which is something I enjoyed also from the Poland Bryson uh, album, which we're going to talk about as well. There's like a few collabs, but like not too many. It's mostly them. Uh but his collab with MC Focus, uh, I think it's Nothing New or something like that. Uh, I forget the name. But that track I really enjoyed yes, as well. Yes, it was. That oh, was yeah. one of the heavy hitters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like less liquid. There's a but, couple uh, of them. There's um, there's two, I think, two heavy hitters in there mixed in, which was um, 
usually it's kind of weird when you're listening to some type of album and then something completely different comes on and it sometimes it takes you out of the kind of the vibe of the album but these didn't i liked that they were kind of mixed in obviously it might help that i actually like the tracks too (laughs) yeah um, it usually helps (laughs) (laughs) and um but yeah i think it was um it was a nice little mix up every five tracks you get a nice little heavy hitter there and yeah Yeah, interesting and it kind of helped in um, creating a kind of um, unexpected atmosphere into the mm. album and the tracks. Because you mix in a couple of these heavy hitters and you've got a guy who does mostly, his previous work is most mostly kind of this underground, very heavy yeah. stuff. And then he puts out an album that is liquid. Yeah. And with these kind of two heavy hitters in there, you don't know what, what direction the tracks are going to be going into. Yeah, you listen yeah. to it and you're listening to the track track. You're listening to the intro and then you think, oh, well, this kind of, this could be anything. This could yeah. go anywhere. And then it kind of goes into a direction you might've expected, but you kind of thought that it could go into another direction too. So it kind of, it, yeah, it, yeah, it keeps it you, guessing, keeps you yeah. on the edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And fortune, for example, was one of those. This was directly, this is a six track right after the track called Nothing New that you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. And this was one of those. It's this nice summery vibe, really joyful progression to the melody. And um, it had this ABA structure where mm-hmm. you got the drop and then in the middle you got this kind of little pseudo breakdown, but still with a beat kind of continuing. And then it kind of drops again before mm-hmm. the actual breakdown. And um Usually in these kind of structures, it's very um, it's very predictable. Yeah, a lot yeah. of heavy hitters usually do that. They drop it and then they they turn it down a notch and then they drop it again before the yeah, actual yeah. breakdown. But here, it kind of makes you question where the sh- song is actually going. Mm. Once you get to that B section, after the first A section, you get to the B section and you kind of... This could be going into a kind of deeper, darker direction. But then all of a sudden the track goes back yeah. on this on the same track and you're really kind of brought to a nice conclusion there. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, um, Arena's Re- song, which was yeah. another favorites of mine, that was kind of a Dawn Wall-esque, joyful, joyful and hope-filled, kind of airy. Well, what Dawn Wall is. I, I like to call them kind of a airy tracks usually. Yeah. And this was that kind of track and kind of takes you into this nice little happy place. (laughs) (laughs) And then another interesting thing was, um, the track called never being true, which had this, um, it had this kind of progressive house and trance vibe in the synth. There's a few trance vibes in it. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. definitely. And cause I, myself, I'm originally, I started listening to electronic music through, trance music and in mm. Finland trance music and these days progressive house music is pretty big yeah and you get to hear that style and I like I like that style a lot I like yeah. I like the stuff that the Finnish trance guys and the Finnish prog house guys are putting out I listen to them quite a lot and there was a couple of these kind of elements in there yeah. that made you question that what 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 genre is this track even even though yeah, it's obviously yeah. drum and bass but it's it's a nice mixture of stuff yeah. in there that you don't normally hear in drum and bass that D- often. Yeah, there's another track, I forget which one it is, but he definitely does a a kind of vocal uh like um gate on the vocal 
in a mm-hmm. trance, you know, like the classic trance gate, yeah, which is like uh, 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 like kind yeah. of, uh, and he does that on one of the vocals on one of the tracks. I forget which one, but it was very trancy. Uh, yeah, I find it amazing because I don't know if you've checked out his other alias, Leo Kep, where he does. Uh, I haven't. I've read about it and I've seen it, but he does I like heavy, it. like deep dubstep, uh, but like mm-hmm. really well done, like dark and grimy, and. You're like, how are you doing that really well? And then liquid tunes really well as well. Like, <laughs> that's, <laughs> like it's that's not fair. the interesting part. Because, for example, one of the Noisia guys, they do, um, I think it's Nick from Noisia who, who does kind of this EDM bass house as, mm. um, fuck, I forgot the alias. He's kind of the ghost producer. Well, not ghost producer. It's very well known that he is the producer, but it's not the face of the okay. of said artist. And um, it's right on the tip of my tongue. Well, it might come to me anyway. And yeah. then um, interestingly, um, we talked about the Common Crooked track and they did a UK, UKF interview to do with, to go with that. And in there, there was a mention how they... Um, they needed to find um, find something to put their mind on during during COVID, mm. and find something kind of more to do. Well, very similar to what Simula said in his interview. And coming crooked, apparently they started um, they started a ghostwriting um, f- mm. firm, and they've been doing a lot of stuff like house and hip hop beats. Well, Matthews he does hip hop beats already. But um, yeah, it's really interesting on seeing how these artists can really do a lot of yeah. different things, <laughs> even like, when it sounds two different, completely two different styles. Yeah. And you're struggling to just put a liquid tune together and he's like dropping <laughs> heavy dubstep, perfect Dawnwall vibes, like hey, this everything. Hey, this is a moment where you don't compare yourself. <laughs> I know, I do, know. Didn't know. you learn anything? <laughs> I'm trying. It's hard. <laughs> no, you're right. I'm not comparing. I'm very happy with what I've already accomplished. accomplished. Very proud. <laughs> Good. You should be. Uh, staying on the uh, album topic, let's quickly chat about um, the Poland Bryson one. We've we've mentioned it a few times already, so let's not spend <laughs> 20 minutes on it because we've talked about the singles as they... Uh, bless you. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, we've talked about the singles as they came out over the last few weeks. Uh, obviously, the uh, track "Under" is one of the best tunes in Liquid, bar none. Like that's just a fact. <laughs> um, and the rest of the album is is brilliant. Um, I really enjoyed the little interludes they put across it. Mm-hmm. I find it always a bit of a like missed opportunity when somebody puts out an album and there's no like interludes or an outro or something like that um because an album is the perfect moment to kind of do that um so yeah i love the first track which is like a very slow slow build-up which really nicely introduces you into the album then it goes into under which is an absolute masterpiece uh you have a few of these more housey garage tunes uh which are really well done um the collab with ruth royal is one of my highlights forget yes, the name of too. it but uh friends friend yeah the, 
like the the intro vocals on that are just brilliant um and yeah just a brilliant tune classic poland bryson sound on most of the tracks heavily piano driven chord progression driven um yeah just loved it <laughs> brilliant release my, my favorite was um easily get serious mm. and friend yeah, uh, yeah those two but i like the in general i like um I like the melancholic um, female vocals. That's that's mm. a big thing for me. I like um, if you ever heard of this band called London Grammar. Yeah. And uh, yes, <laughs> Leg- legends. And yes, um, I got all of their vinyls, all of their albums on vinyl, and etc. The the last one. What's the name of the their last album? I listened to it recently with my wife, and it's American. Amer- oh fuck, I can't. I can't remember the. I can't remember the name. I should. American I got it. Lifestyle. No, no, it wasn't. It was um, American Eagle. A carry of California soil, almost. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Close enough. That album is brilliant. It's it's really good. Uh, mine, I think mine goes in a order. You got the first album. If you wait, then yeah. Truth is a Beautiful Thing, and then you got California Soil, and yeah. I haven't grown into that well into California soil or when I say that well I love it it's it's it is it is an absolute great album I love the music in it but I don't love it as much of the as the first two yeah. but I haven't I don't think it's I think it's just to do that I haven't listened to it enough yet yeah that's usually how it goes like albums have to grow on you but yeah that's exactly. one that's one voice I would love to hear on a drum and bass track uh, that would be. I know some people have sampled, sampled it. Have done. There's bootlegs. a lot of those. Uh, Aperio did a brilliant bootleg of. Uh, How does it feel? I think that was on California mm-hmm. so- soil. Uh, he did a brilliant bootleg of that track, but yeah, I'd love to hear her voice on like a Poland Bryson production. That would be like amazing. Because um, there were a lot of similar vibes on this album to that. Kind yeah, 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 no, absolutely. Kind of singing and general like atmosphere. Yeah, very like, uh, yeah, airy, airy pads and uh, yeah, production wise, it's true. It's there's a lot of similarities b- between the two, but uh, yeah, no. So the album, obviously, go check it out, support it, Poland Bryson. It's called Beneath the Surface uh, on Shogun Audio. Um, brilliant release. So, and go listen to London Grammar too. Ah, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, that was pretty much for, from my side. Uh, I know there's a bunch of releases you want to talk about still. I got a couple of couple ones here. Um, I got some, well, mostly a bit of a heavy hitters. Um, where do we start? Cusp, Cusp, uh, uh, yeah. featuring DRS, Fox, Patch, Patch Edison, and MCSAS. Overview. Uh, Yes, overview uh, release called Two Tracks, Kamikaze and Black Mirror. And um, Black Mirror uh, featured all these other rappers and vocalists that I just said. And it kind of has this really dark message to tell. I don't know if it's dark, if it's dark message, but the way it's said it is or yeah. brought forward, it comes out. It's very dark. And Did you watch the video? Um, I did not watch the video. Uh, dude, watch yep. the video. Oh, you have to watch it. They did this whole, like, one thing I love with Overview, it seems like 
as they're growing, they're always like reinvesting the money they're mm -hmm. making in doing like bigger things. And they put this mm -hmm. video together for Black Mirror, which is is brilliant. Uh, really well done, well produced, very professional music video. Uh, I'll, I'll let you people check it out if, if you haven't watched it yet. It's a... Uh, Yeah, it gives a whole other like context and uh, and uh, yeah, just a whole other experience to the track. Uh, yeah, no, it's brilliant. But uh, yeah, I'll um, I definitely I like the non-vocal track. Actually, no, that was Dark Mirror. Dark, Kamikaze was the one with all the was the one with the vocals on it, and that one had kind of this um, anti. Again, we go with the anti-Instagram. No, that's the other one. On it. Yes. Kam Kamikaze, Kamikaze is the one. Uh, is the instrumental, and Black Mirror is the one with all the rappers. Yes. Yeah. No, wait. Other way around. <laughs> I think the other <laughs> way around. <laughs> so Kamikaze is the one with the rappers, and no, Black it's the Mirror other way is the one. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black Mirror. Yeah, because Black Mirror is the one they did the video, and you see all the rappers in the video. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Unless now you're now you're confusing me, but I'm pretty sure it's that way around. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, two track EP. Go listen to both of them. The instrumental track is extremely dark, and um, yeah, you you had a good word, you had a good word for it. Eerie, yes, yeah, that was it. Super eerie. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, I loved yeah. it. And yeah, the rap, the um, the other track had a nice little uh, message to it. Yeah. Go listen to those. Cusp, Kamikaze, and Black Mirror. That was a good segment, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Staying um, on the next, yeah, heavy side. Uh, we got Skeptics call, um, EP called Vigilance. Um, two standout tracks for me on this one. It's uh, One Way or Another, and then the uh, title, title track, Vigilance. One way or another is this kind of heavy stepper, uh, Bristol type stepper again, uh, which uh, very probably killer on a dance floor. Can't wait to hear that one. Mm. And um, sometimes these kind of tracks kind of get a bit of a, get a bit samey. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> this one has a lot of character to it and kind of makes it stand stand out a lot. I liked it. And Vigilance, mm. on the other hand, is kind of this very heavy modern roller. Not the foghorn kind, and um, that keep just looping forward, and while it's still pulling you forward all the time, along with it, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Vigilance by Skeptics. Skeptics. Also on that EP, you got Alibi and Oat. Out mm -hmm. on guidance. And last but not least, one of my kind of standout new producers, that are who is definitely on my wants to watch list. Um, a producer called, or multiple, I don't know, called Zound. <laughs> Sound, but with a Z. And um, track is called Probability. This is from a EP, which a Glaive EP, yes, Glaive yeah. EP. Mm. And this Probability track was easily my favorite one. It's just, love it. Such a heavy, bouncy bass and um, very wide, distorted drums that fill in the space really well. And oh, 
Yes. Zound think, by probability. I think that's the word where I put on the list uh, next to that when I just put bunch of noise. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to just one track of that EP. Uh, and yeah, I didn't really... Dig it. I must have, maybe I should check the other you ones. You can't just, you can't just listen to one track and then Dude, make there a was, judgment like, based on that. Half the selections this week were albums, so like just to listen okay, to yeah, all yeah, the albums. But uh, yeah, no, a bunch of noises may be a bit harsh. It's just for me, like to remind myself of how I felt when if, I heard um, it. If Mr. or Mrs. Sound is listening, don't, don't mind this person. No, nah, no. Nah, he doesn't know what he's talking about. You can say my music is airy fairy liquid i won't mind like we each have opinions so it's fine but um yeah no i didn't check the other ones so i i only checked one and yeah it just felt a bit disjointed uh especially the drums yeah i can get that i can get that it was, it was very kind of all over the place and mm. maybe that's the the vibe he was going for which is which i like fine it. but uh, i liked it a lot yeah yeah it wasn't really my vibe but uh yeah uh, i think that's pretty much for the releases this week um if anybody has uh, anything in the chat that they want us to to shout out, uh, feel free to to drop it in the chat and, and we'll give it a shout out. Um, we have a Calibre remix of If You Wait from Land and Grammar that was just mentioned a couple of couple of minutes ago. One of the remixes that have come out from them. I Is that a recent was, one? Ooh, um, there was, I think there was an unofficial remix for quite oh, yeah, some time and then he released it finally i remember yeah. listening to it back in 2018 mm. when it was still unreleased yeah yeah it came out last year yeah what I see and here. um then there's a couple of andy c remixes uh, there's a lot there's a load of them there is a load of them just youtube london grammar drum and bass remix Easy peasy, you'll find them. Yeah. Okay, brilliant. Um, upcoming releases. Uh, I didn't have a a whole bunch. Um, there's the the Maduk LP is coming out soon. When's uh, that? It's either next week or the week after. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a few collabs which I'm really looking forward to, especially the one with. Uh, Lexers. Uh I think it already came out as a single, but I haven't checked it out. I'm waiting yes, for the did. album. Um, so definitely looking forward to that one. And from my side, just to have the full uh, liquidity vibes, you know, like the the big dance floor tunes. Um, so looking forward to that one. Uh, and also check out uh, next Monday uh episode of the of the podcast will be with uh Rhea and Colette Warren who are putting out um uh their own album with a bunch of different producers on it uh so that will be coming out next Friday uh and there's really amazing productions from Monroe Winey uh Ronnie Size Technomatic a bunch of producers on there um, so definitely go and listen to the episode when it comes out, but to the album also uh, the following Friday. Um, that's it from my side. What kind of upcoming releases are you looking at? Um, I'm looking at Mosey, Midnight Caller, one one track single out on V Recordings. A very 
the recording style track uh nice to hear him put out even more different styles out he's been he's been on the kind of almost liquid style then he's been doing some jump up and now this kind of re-recordings kind of mm. a bit old schooly um then you got funnel a fellow finn very um very heavy pro i don't i wouldn't say that normally his style very break or it is his style he does very break beats kind of music uh likes to, likes to chop up breaks a lot in his tracks but this one has a bit heavier bass lines than i think normally i could be mm. completely wrong here but that would be my understanding so that's funnel uh truth and lies ep out on straight up breakbeat uh qzb mm. perspectives volume three featuring garner gardner and Ryder shafiq um, one of these tracks called The Banker came out on Drum and Bass Arena with a music video, I think. Mm. And um, great track, another really dark, atmospheric um, message to it, talking about the poor eating the rich and so on, as you do. Mm. And um, Did they Yeah, I saw this quote floating around, uh, soon we will eat the rich. Yes, uh, yes. I, yeah, uh, yeah, I saw that. I think yeah, the yeah. actual quote from the track was um soon the poor won't have anything else but the rich and the greedy to eat. That's a that's a nice one. <laughs> <laughs> and um and then future symptoms hospital. Yeah. yeah. Various artists. Yeah. Also also just just today released um Great dance floor track, heavy, uh, heavy-ish, yes, dance floor track from Delta Heavy. Work it mm. out on UKF today. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yes, go check it out. That was just a couple of hours before we started recording. Oh, nice. And um, yeah, I like that. Uh, I think Delta Heavy are one of the best kind of dance floor artists out there when they actually do dance floor. I mm. don't, their, their other output in other genres doesn't hit me. It was at some point, it was slightly kind of this bro steppy kind of sound. Yeah. And not my, that's not my thing really. But when they do dance floor DMB, it's some of the best stuff. Yeah. For example, their um, Show Me the Light VIP is definitely one of my favorite mm. um, melodic dance floor tracks ever. Yeah. Absolutely great track. And um, yeah. Also, I think someone else released a track on a ep didn't they a track called life oh yeah i did Does this ring a bell <laughs> i forgot about it <laughs> uh, you're just we, did, hyping this up for at me for last week and um did, you forget uh, about it yeah i completely for, I, I thought we talked about it last podcast but i don't think I, we did no, no that I, was just you and me yeah that was just us chatting yeah because <laughs> i was like yeah i'm not gonna talk about it again uh <laughs> yeah no cool yeah obviously um well, it's not out on all platforms yet. It's out on Beatport, and it'll be out next Friday, yeah, I Delta believe. Yeah, Delta 9 does that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So out on Beatport and out next Friday on all platforms. Uh, EP by Henry on Delta 9 uh, called... I forget. Is it Step by Step? or is No, that's just one of the tracks. Sorry, Henry, I forgot <laughs> what the name of the EP is. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> We have here to, uh, stay. here to stay, yeah. Step by step is another track of the EP. Um, 
and yeah henry has been one of the big influences on me in how i produce my tracks and yeah kind of the artist that really made me want to produce liquid um and so i got him on the podcast very early on um and then we kept chatting for a long time and one day he just shot me a message saying oh by the way uh, if you have any sketches like send them over and we can work on something and i was like what me <laughs> little what? me over here <laughs> um and so for a very long time i didn't send anything i didn't send him anything because i was like yeah no way like how were you starstruck <laughs> so bad or what was it uh yeah just like he's obviously he's not like huge or, or anything but uh I, I yeah his sound is definitely one i look up to and that i tried to imitate early on in my very first sketches <clears throat> so yeah just to collab with him was like uh yeah for me it was a big honor and i'm like hugely grateful so yeah one day i did a sketch that i was really happy with and kind of did the intro first drop and main ids were there and sent it to him and yeah he really like took it to the next level and uh really finished the track in an amazing way which i absolutely couldn't do um and yeah i wrote a bit of, about it on on instagram about how the track came about um if you're interested you can check that out uh mid street dnb on instagram um but yeah basically it was just the idea of for a long time i was forcing myself to use samples uh to write tracks because i felt everybody was doing that and that's how you're supposed to write music and just kind of realized that that wasn't the way that worked best for me because i've always been a guitarist and a pianist first and so for that track i just picked up my guitar my electric guitar and plugged it in and started creating these cool atmospheres with a ton of reverb and delay on on my guitar and then played piano on top and that's really how the track uh kind of appeared and it was way more fun for me <laughs> writing it than actually using samples so yeah just wrote a bit about that on how it's important to find a way that works for you when you're writing tracks yeah. uh and not just conform not saying that everybody uses samples and or that it's bad or anything because I use a ton of samples in all of my tracks. It's just that getting the initial ID down first works a lot better for me on a piano or on my guitar. Uh, and it kind of took me some time to, to realize that. So, uh, yeah, just something I wanted to talk about and uh, make people think about it, like what hmm. works best for you, basically. And so, um, yeah. one more, um, one more from the chat. Twitch chat just saved us, and um, I forgot about a release that came out. Um, Archaic, I think that's you would pronounce said yeah, name. Um, um, put out an uh, EP called Jewel on Flex Out, and uh, one of the tracks called Mind Games is uh, fucking good. It's this kind of dark, dark release that um has a very extremely reverby uh synth to it and yeah, nice yes very dark underground kind of kind of haven't checked it out kind of vibe just missed that I'll one so out. i figured figured i'd mention it brilliant um i think that pretty much wraps it up for this week 
Uh, yep. If you guys have Time. I could say I'm done. Anything else in the chat? Anything else you want us to to plug? We will plug it. Um, we did not mention Beniel's LP. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say it's been a really, really interesting week in terms of albums. You got Black Barrel, you got Paul and Bryce, and last year, last week was um, Upbeats, and then you yeah. got Beniel, which um, not my cup of tea. Yeah, I didn't. I've I didn't heard, check it out. No, I've heard. I listened to it, and yeah, not my cup of tea. But I've heard good things about people who mm. are into that. In my opinion, the album came three years too late, mm. but that's just me, and. It's nice to see that Beniel is still getting some love still. Yeah, yeah. Or not still, but he is getting love. And my opinion is not the only one out there. Is he considered like the official Foghorn inventor? Or Oh, um, in terms of modern Foghorn, he, well, one of them. Definitely. I think he was like the first, one of the first ones. But uh, yeah. Yeah, Serum definitely also... With Kings of the Rollers, especially, yeah, but yeah. he's branched out. He's branched out out of that very well now. He yeah, hasn't yeah. been putting out that kind of tracks lately, which I like. He's been reinventing himself a he's, lot. He's moved on to the Wobbler for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, okay, yeah, no, brilliant. Then I think that pretty much wraps it up for for this week of the rundown. So yeah, reminder to everyone that we do these live on Twitch uh, Wednesday evening. So every second Wednesday uh, at 6 p.m. UK time. So you can tune into that uh, live on Twitch uh, to see our faces. Um, if that's something oh, beautiful, you're beautiful faces. <laughs> if you're interested <laughs> or just to chat with uh, in the chat. That's also always uh, nice for us also to get a bit of interaction with people. So thanks to everybody who was in the chat this evening. Really appreciate you guys spending your your evening with us chatting drum and bass and mentioning all the stuff that we've missed <laughs> um it's been a pleasure and until next time uh keep enjoying drone bass keep listening to the podcast and we will see you around cheers bye